fam. What's good? What's good? Rev T in the building for Tuesdays with Tawana. Yes, another Tuesday. So grateful to be here building community one episode at a time. Grateful for your presence. Grateful for whatever is about to happen in this moment as we just chop it up today. We just going to chop it up and talk about some things and Yes, a lot going on in the world, a lot to cover in 30 minutes. So I'm so grateful that you are here to join us. And I'm working from two screens today. So if I look away, I'm not ignoring you. I'm just, you know, trying to set things up and um, give some, show some people some love in the comments because the platform I use, sometimes there's a delay in the comments. So anyway, that's some housekeeping stuff. So first things first. Thank you for joining. Um, so excited to be here. Had treatment on yesterday and was surprisingly tired. Um, yeah, but got some energy today and, and so grateful um, for the energy that I have because I love my community and I love spending Tuesdays with you um, as much as possible. Um, I want to give a shout out to some people um, and their clothing lines because today I am representing Tizzy T, Stronger Than Cancer, a shirt, a motivational shirt, one of the motivational shirts from uh, their collection. So uh, Ty and uh, Tina were kind enough to send me uh, um, some, some gifts. I love gifts. I love gifts. So I'm so grateful for, for that. So I will definitely make sure that I put their... Um, their information in the comments yeah so you can buy a shirt because this this uh this uh shirt line uh is popping i must say it is definitely popping so we're gonna put tizzy t's in here and while we are here hey mama lovey Yes, oh, thank you so much. As beautiful as you, Mama Lovey. I'm trying, I'm trying. Ah, oh, Tamika in the building. Hey, niece, good to see you. Good to see you. I, um, I am going to add some stuff in the text as soon as I know how to do that. And if not, I will do it after we um, finish with the broadcast. So yeah, hey, Julie, glad you're here today. Hey, Mama Lovey, you are in... I mean, Mama Carolyn, you are in the house today. I'm so grateful. Once again, want to shout out to Ty and Tizzy T's with the t-shirt line that he has. Um, and I will get the link up and running in two seconds. And then we're going to get it chopping. So for those, you're, you're regular, so you've heard this spiel um, for, for a minute. But um, for those who are, are new to this, this platform, we, we kind of chop it up, you know, we um, usually I have topics or subjects or I'll just get up in the morning and say, you know what, I'm about to talk to my fam and we just going to chop it up about whatever is on our hearts, our minds and our souls. Miss Lorraine, good to see you. Blessings to you, beloved. Um, definitely miss my people in, in Denver for sure. Um, so, yeah, we are going to. 
make things happen. So this this vodcast <laughs> is turned into a podcast. So those who listen to it as a podcast, you'll hear me shout out some people because they're popping on on Facebook so that we can have a conversation. We could build community. And if you listen to this as a podcast, feel free to, you know, put stuff in the comments. I try to go back and check and answer or just at least at the very least, if it's a comment, I like your comment and and want to um, engage and honor everybody in this community building moment. Hey, brother. So good to see you. Missed a lot of y'all last week, and I was like, oh, I miss y'all. Not, you know, we we all have lives, and I do appreciate the time, the 30 minutes that you make time for Tuesdays with Tawana, too, because I can't build community by myself. We are Ubuntu. I am because you are. We do this together. There's healing in community. There's transformation in community. There's strength in community. There's love in community. There's empowerment in community. So we got to do this thing together. Reverend Quante is in the building. Hey, sis, so good to see you as always. See you doing beautiful things. Keep up the great work that you are doing, especially with those beautiful boys that you're raising. I love you dearly. I can't wait for COVID to be over. What about y'all? I want to get on a plane. I want to travel. I want to go to the islands. I want to go to Denver. I want to go to California. I want to go to Atlanta. Uh, I, I'm always in New York on the low, always sneaking up there here and there. But um, I just, I want to travel and be with my beloveds. And this world is a national world or a global world now. So we should have this opportunity to really share in, in person. And since we can't, I hope you can feel all the loving energy that I feel on this platform because I feel it. We are beyond um, space and time. We are beyond our situation and circumstance and we're able to love and to heal and to grow and to share with one another um, as much as as possible. So as we're, we're talking about that, um, I do want to mention um, some things where um, th- this platform, uh, I was inspired. I was inspired to do this several years ago when I was living in Denver and there was a challenge with um, a-, a basketball game that was being set up. Um, young people were going to play basketball with law enforcement. And we protested that not because we were adverse or against building community, but the timing just wasn't right because people were being killed. I think at the time, Jesse Hernandez was killed and um, um, a few others. I'm sorry, I can't name them off the top of my head, but there were a few others that were killed and we did not want to send the wrong message to the community or to young people thinking that, you know, oh, we could play ball with y'all. So when I'm out in the street, I don't have to worry about you killing us or pulling us over because we're black or we're driving while black or walking while black or driving a car while black. Um, it just sends these contradicting messages. So I was inspired to do this uh, through that moment. And, and, and it wasn't, it was just me talking and, and sharing my thoughts 
my and, and feelings about the, the basketball game. And um, and then I just continued to do it because it, it really engaged um, a conversation that was a beautiful conversation, um, even to the point where I was invited uh, to the table to speak with the mayor, two police commissioners, um, a few uh, pastors, beloved pastors, beloved community leaders, and we were all there to talk about this basketball game. And I told a story about my daughter and my grandson driving on I-70 and a police car was coming behind them with their sirens on. And my daughter started crying. My grandson was a bit younger. He was in the back seat upset because she thought she was about to be pulled over. And she thought she was about to be pulled over and being pulled over, you can't help but think that this might be the last time that you might see your family because you don't know one wrong move or no move at all. We're not even putting it on the victim. One ill thought from those in power and those in law enforcement could end up in death. And we have seen it with the myriad of people just over the last eight to nine years, how many people have been killed, black folk, black beloveds have been killed. So, so afterward, I shared the story with with this group of about 50 people in this in this room and um, the police commissioner. We ended up meeting um, with soul to soul, ended up meeting with the police commissioner, some other folk and, and trying to get them to understand, like, listen, we it's just not about playing basketball. This is not a game. This is not the game of life. You know, lives are being taken away and lives are being challenged. So so that really prompted me to begin and to continue to talk about um, to talk about life and the challenges that we face. And how do we respond? And how do we build community? Not only in silos, we don't want to build, we need to build black beloved communities because we need to understand one another and our plight and our history. But at the same time, we need to understand the BIPOC community at large, black indigenous people of color. And then we also include um, white people who are willing and able to talk about the heinous past talk about the harrowing present so that we can build a promising beloved future, right? So we can't do this separately. We got to do it together. Not everybody is going to agree. And that's another beauty, beautiful thing about being in relationship. Not everybody is going to agree with what you have to say, but it doesn't mean that I have to dismiss you or throw you away. It means that we can agree to disagree on this particular thing because there we may miss out on a myriad of things that we may agree on. And because we're angry or we're throwing people away because of a disagreement or, or an ideology or, or a stance or an ideal and, and, and we throw the whole person away. That is so antithetical to who we are. Where is the the moment to to understand, seek to understand or the principles of Kwanzaa where we are building this collective work and responsibility? How can we do that if we are not coming together as a collective? And so then later on, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. So that this diagnosis has taught me so much 
about loving myself, loving who I am, loving the skin that I'm in, loving the challenges that I face, knowing that um, there, there is a community that is rallying around me um, um, to help me work through and journey through this healing process. So that was another piece of community. And that community was, was a, a mosaic of people. Right. Whether it was church folk, non-church folk, young folk, seasoned folk, black folk, white folk, everything in between. That community was so beautiful and indicative of what we can do in community, in our world. And so just being inspired to keep doing this and keep doing this and keep positing information. I don't consider myself an influencer. I just don't think that that is a name that we just put on ourselves. That's like when we talk about soul to soul and facing racism, you know, being an ally or being a comrade or a co-conspirator is not a title or a badge of honor. Like you graduate from ally to the next step, to the next step until you are a co-conspirator. No, it's something that the community blesses you with. And someone called me, I can't remember, I wish I could remember who it was, but someone called me a thought provoker, right? And so then I just use that because I just want to posit information to make us think, to make us feel, because how we feel influences how we think, how we think influences our actions. So sometimes if we're able, oftentimes when we're able to reconcile that and love ourselves and begin with us, then we can also connect that with other people and other people and other people and then build the community, the beloved community that we are so in desperate need of. I mean, just today, I don't know if the jury came back with a um, a decision yet, but the jury is deliberating in the Kyle Rittenhauer trial. Um, we are in the midst of the trial. I can't name, I won't name the three men that attacked Ahmaud Arbery, but they're, they're facing, you know, <laughs> hopefully we'll get some justice, right? Hopefully we will get some justice. Um, so this is these are very trying times where we must come together as community. But then how do we come together in community? Last week I talked about how do we get people in through the door to sit in the room and to build community when trust is such a big issue. Trust is such a big issue in our own communities, black, indigenous, people of color, the silos, the disrespect, the mistrust. Hey, Devin, how are you, Reverend? My beloved friend, good to see you. Um, we, we have challenges within itself, like in the black community. I often speak in the, for the speak in my context of being a part of the black community where there is colorism and classism and ableism and a whole bunch of other isms that we have to deal with and then trying to you know join together with another community who has similar if not the same issues but when we reconcile all of that and we acknowledge it and we name it and we face it and we fix it and we love ourselves beyond measure we love ourselves with this unconditional positive regard we love ourselves as the div divine beings that we are we love ourselves as the communal beings that we were created to be then the, 
the community begins to grow and build and look different and feel different and be honored in those differences because we don't we're not a monolith we don't all act the same and look the same whether we are a part of the same racial community or not we are not a monolith so we need to acknowledge or could we have an opportunity to acknowledge those differences and come together but the chat one of the challenges not but one of the challenges is the trust factor because oftentimes I find as I grew up, you know, when last week I talked about we don't even mention the word cancer or if we're dealing with a debilitating disease, we don't we don't really talk about it because I'm not sure you're going to trust you're going to I can trust you to hold space for me, to hold beautiful space for me and not wish ill upon me or even with the doctors, with all the things that we have been through with doctors stealing ourselves and and experimenting on us. And now you want us to do clinical trials and and lack of uh, of insurance. My daughter looked down at my my CVS um, uh, report like a brief report, when you pick up a prescription, they waste all this paper and they add all this. Well, it's not a waste. Let me not say that. They add all these papers and the price was there. And my daughter was like, you pay that much for your medication? Yeah. Every month. Every month for one medication, $137. Every month. So when we talk about equitable distribution and talk about access to health care... Sometimes we even have the access and we can't afford the access that we have because Big Pharma is charging these astronomical prices. And then you want me to trust the pharmaceutical company with a vaccine or with, um, you know, clinical trials and all that. I mean, I, I, I'm vaccinated. I have both of my vaccinations and my booster. And I did it because I wanted to live and not die at the hands of the systemic ills of COVID because not many people were showing love to me. Um, if you're not vaccinated and I'm immune compromised, it puts me at greater risk. And I don't wanna be at greater risk. And there's a few of us out here who are immune compromised and people, it's not just cancer survivors and thrivers. You know, you have people who have autoimmune diseases. You have people who have other underlying conditions, whether it's being um, overweight, heart conditions, uh, lung problems, whatever it, diabetes, all of those have those underlying conditions and put people further at risk. So how do we come together and love one another, even within our own stance and our own belief and holding on to what we believe in, but yet still at the same time, loving and protecting those who are around us. I've, I've listened to different people who, who are not vaccinated and some people can't get the vaccination. Some, some people are struggling with that within themselves because of their whatever's going on in their bodies. They it would be adversely effective for them. So they always have to wear a mask. They always have to remain somewhat isolated or stay six feet away. Um, but yet they're still showing love not only for themselves, but for the community, even when they can't be vaccinated, being being unable to get the vaccine and being an anti-vaxxer are two different things. So let's honor that space and let's honor those who can't be vaccinated and what can community do to help them? Because even with my being vaccinated, 
and my immune system being challenged, I still have to, you know, get my groceries delivered. I try not to be out too often. I, mean, I do get out. I do get out and get some fresh air and some vitamin D from the sun. And when I go into the supermarket, I'm wearing my mask. And when I come home, when I get in the car, I put on the hand sanitizer. When I come home, I'm washing my hands for 20 seconds. I'm changing my clothes, doing all of those things with a fractured foot, mind you. Don't forget, I still have this boot on my foot for another three weeks. Um, so doing all of that to care for myself so that I can care for, for other people. So let me transition a bit on a personal note. Today is a very special day, talking about community, talking about learning from our griots. And, and I didn't mention that. Learning from our griots are very important. Google is not my griot. Google is good for what it is when it's good and it's really bad when it's bad. So really finding those griots in our community, but in order to find the griots in our community, those that tell the truth to power, those that are true storytellers, those that tell of our history, of our rich history and all that we have gone through and our resilience and our resistance and pass that on to the next generation so that they can pass it on to the next generation, right? So you know, seeking out griots in our communities is so important at this time and not listening to certain news channels and, and certain media outlets because they are not there for us. They were not designed for us. They were not to speak life, designed to speak life in us. So listening to our griots in the community is really important. So speaking of which, today is a very special day. First of all, let me say happy birthday to Soul to Soul Sisters. Today makes six years that Soul to Soul Sisters has been in existence doing the work, the facing racism work, but not only doing facing racism work, but doing amazing work for beautiful black women beloveds. Black women, however you identify, black women, black, tra black trans women, black non-binary conforming women, um, it's just been amazing how this organization grew from a meeting that Reverend Dawn and I had at Whittier Cafe about creating this movement that is to build community and self-love. Thank you for the congratulations, Tammy. I appreciate it. Yeah, today is our sixth birthday. And as many of you know, I'm, I'm not active um, with, with soul to soul because of my, my health. Um, I had to step down a while ago. And so they honor me. Um, many of them, uh, showed up to my dissertation defense, which is a, really about facing racism and how soul to soul was created and how womanism is an epistemology, a way of, of knowing. Um, so we use womanism and intergroup dialogue to fight anti-black racism. So thank you, Devin. Yes, it's our anniversary. Woohoo! I won't sing because my voice is a little hoarse from, from treatment on yesterday. So, um, so I, I'm, I'm so grateful, but today is also a beautiful day because my mama was born on this day, November 16th, 1935. And unfortunately, this world just lost such a gem 
um, March 28th of 1993. But when I talk about griots, I talk about my mom. I talk about Dr. Deborah Mixon Mitchell from Soul to Soul, the griots that have the wisdom and the beautiful prowess and the courage to speak truth to power. My mom, all of these, these words and this language didn't exist, but she lived it. She lived it with her smile. She lived it with her countenance. She lived it by being a foster parent for 15 years. She lived it by having me at age 35, that age 35 when, ah, age 35, <laughs> when being 35 was, was old to have a child then back in 1970. Oh, let me see what my brother has to say about our mother. If a rose grows in heaven, dear Lord, please pick a bunch for them, for her children, Larry and my sisters, uh, and Reverend Dr. Tawana Angela Davis, Marie Younger, Tina Davis, Corey Davis, and place them in my mother's arms as they tell as and tell her that they are from her family tell her that we love her and miss her and when she turns to smile place a kiss upon her cheek and tell our mother rose davis that we love her so much happy birthday mommy what a beautiful way to close out this time together my niece is Marie's daughter, my oldest sister's daughter, and she said she's the reason I know I belong in any room I step into. Ashe. Ashe to what Larry said. This is why her children and her children's children continue to love one another and continue to support one another and continue to do the things that we do in our own special way. I love you so much, Amy. Um, we continue to do what we do, and we do it in our own special way. There's no right way or wrong way. I do this. My, my brother is not only my biggest cheerleader, but my ride or die. My older sister is my, my she's my cool sister. Like, she, she'll call and, and she just wants to show me love, and then she gets emotional, and then she's like, okay, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Man, Tamika knows this. My niece is like my sister. Um, we were raised together in Wagner Projects um, because of my mom, because that's just who she was. And we built family together to, to do what we do. And this is why we do what we do, because, because of examples like her. So as we are building community one broadcast at a time, I encourage you. I encourage you to love beyond measure and to love yourself first protect yourself protect your energy you know just because i say love unconditionally or love with unconditional positive regard does not mean that we expose ourselves to the ills people try to put on us or the hurt that people try to put on us or dismissing us or throwing us away or talking ill about us or not wishing us well we don't have to deal with any of that but what i will do what I will do is be able to walk away with a clean heart and a right spirit so that I, too, am not doing the same behavior that you are doing. I am above that. It's all above me now. Remember that when that was going around? For me, it's the love of myself. That's what it is for me. 
Oh, my beautiful friend. Yes, Lady Sunday, my wonderful neighbor for 17 years. Yes, happy, happy heavenly birthday, mommy. So we learn from each other and I can step away from you and still have a clean heart and I don't have to worry about what you're saying about me or what you're doing that's adverse against me. I, <sighs> unconditional positive regard is more for me and then hoping the same for you. Unconditional positive, the unconditional love is that I don't put conditions on that love, but when you don't live up to those, your own conditions and your own stance and loving yourself, then I can't really rock with you on that level. I have to rock with you differently, which means I may have to walk away to protect my peace and to protect my energy because anytime anything is adverse to my body, my cells love that and then cancer loves that. So I've been with Ned, no evidence of disease for quite some time right now. And I would love to keep it that way, beloved. I would love to keep it that way. So I will continue to do Tuesdays with Tawana. I will continue to do my very best with my heart and my soul to build community one broadcast at a time, to continue to write, to continue to do better, to continue to learn from the griots even on this line, to continue to love my brothers and sisters, blood and beyond, continue to be present, to be present in spirit because we are divine human beings made in the image and likeness of God. We are not made in anyone else's image and likeness. So I will not live up to other people's expectations. I have my own that I have to deal with. Reverend Sheila, oh, I love you. You better preach that love. <laughs> I love you to the moon and back, Reverend Sheila. And I finally want to close with this. Thank you, everyone. And I'll send out a formal thank you, uh, electronic thank you to everyone who attended my dissertation defense. I tell you, it was six, 60 people on the call. And each one of you just touched a special place in my heart. And I will never forget the time that you sacrificed to be with me on that call. I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful. So I am the Dr. Tad, talk Dr. Tawana Davis. I am Reverend Dr. Tawana Davis. So grateful for this opportunity because now it's not about the title. It's what I do with the research and the information to build my community and love on my community, including my family, my children, my grandson. It's all about learning and knowing, epistemology and ontology and being a womanist, unapologetically centering myself, speaking truth to power, loving everyone, loving to dance, loving the fullness of me, loving my body, loving my mind, loving my soul, loving one another. That's what womanism is all about. So I will continue to live out this womanist prowess as long as I am able to. So I thank you. Uh, Quante said, beautiful sis, congratulations again. Thank you. My dear friend, Reverend Foster, thank you for being who you are and this community. You are a blessing and you are a blessing to me. You will never, I've never shared this with you and how much you supported me when I was in Board of Examiners in New York and was going through some challenges. You sat right by my side to help me and I am so, I will be forever grateful for you. We don't get to talk often, 
but just know that you always will hold a special place in my heart. Adrian, classmate in the building. Yes, Reverend Dr. Tawana Angela Davis, PhD, is in the building. So this is our time. I love y'all for showing up and showing out for me. I love you for taking the time out, whether you were able to hop on for five minutes or be on for the full 30. I love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you, Ty. Once again, I'll post the website, Stronger Than Cancer. There's so many different designs, graphic tees, inspirational tees. I will put the um, website in the comments, and I will put it on my page to promote the page. Um, and then next week, you'll see another iteration of these wonderful T-shirts that he is printing up and presenting to communities. So everyone, walk away from this call with the fullness of love, all that you can stand. Live in your overflow. Live in the abundance. Live out of the positive um, um just positive vibes and energy and movement because we're just all that and then some i am because you are so i need you to survive i need you to be all that i need you to be all that and then some so i can be who i be and i want to thank butter skincare for taking care of my skin. Chemo is a beast and affects me in so many different ways. And Butter by Dorian, um, nobody's paying me for this. I just love black businesses. Um, so hence the shirt, hence the necklace. Well, maybe not the earrings. I won't say where they came from because we won't give them credit. But my hair, all of that. Love black businesses, support black business for the holidays. So I'll post Ty's website. I'll also post Tanisha's website for her love and lipstick. And she's a makeup artist. So let's rock, y'all. Let's begin to build community one video, one broadcast at a time. I am Reverend T, Reverend Dr. T, Dr. Tad in the building signing off. See y'all next Tuesday. Love you dearly.